Good morning from Beirut, Lebanon. This is Mina Now. It's Wednesday, January the 27th, and this is your morning briefing. Kicking off today's episode with the main news in Lebanon. First, protests in response to lockdown measures and the lack of social support especially for the most economically vulnerable from the government, continue to rock the country. Overnight clashes in Lebanon's northern port city of Tripoli between security forces and demonstrators angered by a coronavirus lockdown injured at least 76 people, security sources said. The Lebanese army said 31 soldiers were injured in the exchange, and at least 60 people, including 26 police, were injured in similar clashes in Tripoli on Monday night as frustration with tight coronavirus restrictions boiled over. Tripoli was already one of Lebanon's poorest areas, even before the pandemic piled on new misery to a chronic economic crisis. Many of its residents have been left without an income since Lebanon imposed a full lockdown earlier this month in a bid to stem a surge in COVID-19 cases and prevent its hospitals from being overwhelmed. France is reportedly in contact with the Biden administration to work together on Lebanon. The U.S. under new President Joe Biden needs to adopt a more realistic attitude towards the Iranian-backed Hezbollah movement to help break the political and economic impasse in Lebanon, a French presidential official said on Tuesday. French President Emmanuel Macron has been superheading international efforts to rescue Lebanon. The French official said Macron's first priority was putting together a viable Lebanese government. Meanwhile, Prime Minister-designate Saad Hariri is reportedly, quote, settling some issues before he kicks off a visit to Paris following the efforts exerted by the French administration towards Lebanon, Al Jumhuria Daily reported. Looking at the latest updates related to the port explosion, the Beirut Bar Association has asked British authorities to halt the voluntary liquidation of a UK-registered company over possible links to last year's explosion at Beirut Port, according to a letter seen by Reuters. In the January 25th letter to British lawmaker Margaret Hodge, the Beirut Bar Association said it had asked the UK corporate registry company's house to prevent the company, Savara Limited, which it described as an indicted entity, from being wound up in order to allow investigations into its possible role in the blast to continue. The letter from the Beirut Bar Association President Milham Khalaf asserts that Savaro has been indicted by the Lebanese judge in charge of the investigation and that allowing Savaro to be wound up before the end of the judicial proceedings would permit an indicted entity to evade justice. Concluding Lebanese news today on the anticipated arrival of vaccines next month, top Lebanese philanthropists and politicians have begun attempts to purchase coronavirus vaccines for their networks, even before the arrival of any of the 6 million state-ordered vaccines, of which 50,000 are due to arrive from Pfizer-BioNTech in February. Billionaire politician Fuad Mahzoumi and Member of Parliament Michel Daher have both expressed interest in purchasing coronavirus vaccines at their own expense to be distributed privately through their foundations. 
Dr. Abdul Rahman Bizri, head of the government's Emergency Health Committee, said Tuesday the health ministry welcomed initiatives from private parties interested in assisting with the rollout of coronavirus vaccines. However, he did stress that any parties importing the vaccine must seek initial permission from the ministry to ensure all vaccines are incorporated under the country's national inoculation program to keep track of nationwide immunity levels. The program is due to start in mid-February with the arrival of Pfizer vaccines. Shifting to the second segment of this episode, the region at a glance first, Iran's government has moved to block Signal after Iranians flocked to the messaging platform following privacy concerns from Facebook-owned WhatsApp. Starting on Monday, Iran-based users reported issues in connecting to the open-source Signal, which has been chosen by many as a more secure way of encrypted communication since a new privacy policy issued by WhatsApp earlier this month brought more scrutiny on the app's data collection practices. The app was tagged by a filtering committee tasked with identifying, quote, criminal content that is headed by the country's prosecutor general and consists of representatives from the judiciary, the communications ministry, law enforcement, the parliament and the education ministry, among others. Looking at international relations and the United States, U.S. President Joe Biden's Middle East policy, quote, will be able to support a mutually agreed two-state solution in which Israel lives in peace and security alongside a viable Palestinian state. Acting U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Richard Mills told the Security Council on Tuesday. He said the Biden administration intends to restore Palestinian aid and take steps to reopen diplomatic missions closed by Trump administration and will continue to urge other countries to normalize ties with Israel but recognizes that it is not a substitute for Israeli-Palestinian peace. Closing up with news on Saudi Arabia, a loud explosion shook Riyadh on Tuesday, three days after the kingdom intercepted a projectile fired over the Saudi capital. No immediate reaction came from Saudi Arabia, which has come under repeated missile or drone attacks from Houthi rebels in neighboring Yemen since 2015. The blast rattled windows across the Saudi capital at about 1 p.m., witnesses said. Some residents reported hearing two blasts on social media. Having said this, we have now reached the end of Mina Now's podcast episode. As always, thank you so much for your time and don't forget to subscribe. I'll be here every morning. This is Mina Now.